0: how you been
1: i'm good how are you
0: doing all right doing all right i will say Um, i
1: definitely miss playing with you it's not the same in the mornings without i'm pretty i'm
0: pretty fantastic but you know you've 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 a series of asians that you've been swapping me out for oh my gosh you have bobber (laughs) 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 one asian the same asian (laughs) no
1: you guys are definitely not the same you guys are all individuals and i love all of you
0: (sighs) Ugh. i'm really excited for twitchcon though me too i'm very excited i'm be... so glad that you're going <laughs> so glad i know going. and i i switched to the aria I'm i don't pumped. know if you're, are, are you telling people where you're staying oh
1: if they ask usually i'll tell them like i don't okay. really care i mean we're there to experience twitchcon and meet everybody and see everybody so i'm not worried about it yeah
0: i feel like this twitchcon is going to be so different though
1: I 100% agree with you. I think it's going to be uh I think what was cool about San Diego was that it was so close-knit and tight as a group. Um and the Tarkov community was amazing and getting to meet everybody like it just kind of blew my I I going into TwitchCon I had no idea what to expect and uh it kind of just blew it out of the water for me. Like everybody was so cool, so nice, like I got to meet so many cool people and uh I think Vegas is different as far as like the amount of activities that there are it's going to be i think everybody's going to kind of go do their own thing
0: um see that's and that's what that's what i'm a little bit like disappointed about there's a lot more people who are like you know now that it's in vegas i can definitely go because it's not as far which it's not as far as california but it's also like it's like a hop skip and a jump to california from vegas yeah it's like you could make it to vegas you can't make it to california but like then i start looking at price differences in flights right and to even hop skip and jump to california from like where i'm at in kansas city it's like another five hundred dollars it's out of control
1: <laughs> it's crazy yeah i'll i'll say i'm very glad that i booked my hotel already because right? <laughs> i think it's just gonna jump up you think it's prices, gonna
0: like but... you think it's really gonna go out of control
1: well, dude, you got to think about it, right? So there's TwitchCon going on at that time. There's like uh, the When We Were Young festival going on. Oh, there's I want to like a- go.
0: I, I want to go me so bad.
1: <laughs> there's a Metalcore concert. There's like so much stuff going on that weekend. Like all of the hotels are going to be I think be so Lil Nas
0: expensive. has a concert going on that weekend as well in Vegas.
1: I think I heard that too. Yeah, it's going to be honestly Vegas is gonna be wild that
0: weekend but I, I I agree I agree I think Vegas is gonna be a good time though I think um I do think that we're gonna run into a little bit more of the everybody's kind of doing different activities because like yeah. in San Diego it was like when you weren't at the con you were just you were at a bar or a restaurant like we're grabbing dinner we're getting some tacos oh we're you know we're bar crawling or whatever but in vegas it's like we're up at the roller coasters what do you mean you're at the roller (laughs) coasters yeah right top new york new york there's a fucking roller coaster and then some people like oh yeah we're you know we're playing blackjack or you know we're playing slots or you know we're going to this show or we're going to this restaurant and it's like ah can we all just like pick a bar and hang out at some <laughs> cheap like hole in the wall bar with shopping carts for chairs?
1: Yeah. Honestly but- though, I'm I'm still excited. I think uh last last TwitchCon was a very good first experience at it. Um, because you know, like I hadn't I hadn't been to anything like that before. Um and it's right. all very, very new to me
0: still. Um, right.
1: but dude, I'm just I'm stoked for the next one. It's gonna be a good time.
0: i am too i'm really excited it's it's i I think that um having experienced twitchcon once and obviously there's a lot of people who are way more experienced at like going to these conventions but having gone once like (sighs) i almost feel like vegas is going to be a whole new experience like i don't know how much of like the things that i learned at twitchcon in san diego Are really gonna transfer all that well yeah To Vegas you know what I mean
1: it's just I think you have to look at it as two very different it's gonna be two very different experiences right like I think just the environment itself is gonna is gonna make them two different things and so I mean that's the cool thing about it too is that like you have one experience to draw from but like now you're just creating new memories and and a whole new experience you
0: know yeah I'm pretty excited Pretty excited. Me too. Uh, So yeah. So I know that we've been trying to get you on the podcast for a while now, but (laughs) we wanted to push it back and push it back. Uh do you wanna let like everybody know why we've pushed it back? Yeah, I mean, um,
1: so things got a little bit crazy. So I think you asked me to do the podcast and then uh during that week right after i was like yeah because i mean i'm pumped to do the podcast like you and i have become really good friends and right. uh i thought that this was a really cool opportunity um but i think that that week right after you asked me uh somebody from mr beast's uh gaming channel uh reached out to me about a very cool opportunity to be a part it's of huge which i think is huge it was so exciting um honestly like at first i didn't know uh whether to believe it or not because somebody reached out to me through Twitter. And like I said, I'm very new to this whole world. Like I've been streaming for about two years, I'd say we just hit two years. And um, I didn't always start out in Tarkov. I started out in call of duty stuff and switched over to Tarkov. And so like, I think just broadening my horizons and the whole thing, like there are still very new experiences with everything as far as like meeting people and uh, different Different like social media avenues, right? So, uh, anytime
0: somebody reaches out to you on Twitter, there's always like that aspect of like, who the hell are you and (laughs) what do you want? Exactly. Um, It's always like, hey, I'm an artist. Do you need some graphics
1: made? Right. Well, and you guys, and you know, like Mr. Beast is huge. And so, like, so
0: people would use his name. I mean, there's as shitty as it is, like, people would definitely use that name in order to take advantage of other people.
1: Right. Um, which is unfortunate, but I mean, I, I, I looked at it. I looked at who it was that sent it to me and I uh, just kind of did my research a little bit and ultimately figured out that it was like legit. It was real. And uh, ultimately what they wanted was um. so sorry. Some, some, backstory is as you know outside of outside of gaming like i have a full-time job where i'm a police officer and um that has been a very real part of my life for the past nine and a half years i think i'm coming up on 10 uh this coming october and so i didn't
0: realize it had been that long for you
1: it's been a long time yeah wow a long time yeah um and so part of uh part of his gaming manager reaching out to me was that they were looking for real police officers that play video games and stream uh, to be involved in a GTA-style video that they were doing, uh, with the premise of ultimately taking ten police officers and having them protect Mr. Beast uh, in game against a hundred assassins, which was just an, a crazy idea, but such a cool, <laughs> cool concept, right? I know. And so, yeah, so as soon as you had, as soon as you had messaged me about the podcast and I said, yes, that same week, uh, he reached out to me and, um, just obviously due to the overwhelming, like amount of production that goes into something like that, like it was going to take a few weeks. And so that's why there was a little bit of the delay, but, um, I was just so excited about that opportunity. We had a, we had a brief conversation about it and as to why, like this had to be delayed, but I think that you could tell based on just how I was talking, like how excited I was for it. Like this was, it it was something I had never been involved in. I don't play GTA regularly. Like that was, that in itself was stressful because it was going to be a brand new game for me. And uh, I think you could just tell the amount of excitement and just, yeah, everything about it.
0: It is a, it is such a unique opportunity, right? Cause anybody who's seen Mr. Beast content, like, He does things to such an extreme, right? None of his videos are ever straightforward. They're so extreme from one end of the spectrum to the other. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so, like, to even be involved... I mean, I I was watching this thing the other day, and I thought it was really funny. It was like, this generation doesn't play the lottery. Their lottery is to end up in a Mr. Beast video. Like... (laughs) that's what that's what people nowadays like they don't play the lottery that that you know the the odds are too far but yet they hope that one day you know they'll be at walmart and mr beast will walk through the door and be like if you can if you follow me on twitter you know here's five thousand dollars or whatever
1: yeah honestly it was just such an incredible opportunity and just something really really cool uh to get to be a part of and i was just very fortunate that um they reached out to me and wanted me to be a part of that. Like that was really cool. Um, but yeah, dude, it was.
0: I was excited. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about like how you uh, and as much as you can, because obviously they're, they're you know you're navigating some pieces where it's like these are the things you can talk about and these are the things that you can't. Um, but as much as you can, like, what was the what was the like lead up what to it? So so this this guy reaches out to you. And says, hey, do you want to participate in this Mr. Beast video? And you're like, I don't know who you are, right? So you do your due <laughs> diligence, you find out who they are. And what like what's the what's the process look like to be in a Mr. Beast video?
1: Um, I don't I guess I don't really know how much I can talk about as far as like how they do their stuff, because I don't wanna like I don't wanna get I guess in trouble for sure. Any of that stuff, um, but I guess long story short, is when he reached out to me, just like doing my due diligence as looking as to as far as looking at who he was and um, just having conversations with them back and forth, like ultimately, I realized it was it was legit and it was real, and, uh, like I said, I knew it was gonna take some time just if if you think about like how difficult that must be to coordinate. 10 police officers who all have very real schedules and very different schedules outside of uh, gaming
0: to try and get nine to five, right?
1: Yeah. Like some people work midnight, some people work daytime, some people work weekdays, some people work weekends. Like it's just a very, very difficult thing to navigate through their lives, let alone Mr. Beast and his crew, as far as like when they were available. Um, I think there was even like a slight delay because some of them got sick. And so we had to push it back even further. Um, so I, you know, huge credit to his gaming manager because like the amount of stress that that guy probably goes through and trying to get one of these things together. <laughs> he like his,
0: He's like, Oh my God,
1: his, man. Like his blood pressure must be very high, but he was incredible. Um, everybody on their team was absolutely incredible. And it would be a pleasure to work with them again in the future. Like it was, it was a really special experience and, Um, You could tell how much, I mean, even when you watch his videos, like all the, all the editing, like you can tell how much they put into it. And I can tell you now firsthand, having gotten to work with them, like what a special experience that was
0: and how professional they all were. Like how much you see in editing is only like a portion of what actually goes into it.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, you can, I mean, think about when you first asked me, it was probably it's, we're going on like three weeks now,
0: right? Three. Yeah, they def- there's and- definitely a lot of, like, lead time and thought, and then, like, they definitely give themselves a lot of time to put out the best quality that they want to put out.
1: Exactly, yeah. And I, so, I mean, obviously, like, the video hasn't aired yet, and so I haven't seen it yet, so I'm still sitting here in anticipation, like, having gone through the experience now, um, I'm still sitting here in anticipation waiting for the final product, but I know... Based on my experience, it was a special experience. I think it's going to be a pretty special video, so I'm I'm super excited for it. I'm stoked. I'm stoked for you to see it. I'm stoked for everybody to see it. Like, and Chad, think... if
0: you are watching this, <laughs> the video is already posted because we're not posting. This <laughs> yeah. will not be posted until after the Mr. Beast video is posted. So if you're watching this, be sure to check out Little Merms on Mr. Beast <laughs> Ten versus a hundred. GTA video let me we just don't know tell what the you, title is we don't know what the title is yet
1: no and let me just tell you it was crazy just pure chaos
0: but okay so so you know we talked a little bit about the the production lead-up let's talk about what you did to prepare because you said oh, Man. you're not a GTA 5 player right <laughs> like you're you're not a Grand Theft Auto player so how did you prepare to protect this vip in a game you don't play dude so that was the most
1: stressful part for me Is i was like man but now i gotta play this game that i've never played before right like i was i was stressed i was i was a little nervous especially because i think you know like i play controller for most things and uh i used to play controller for call of duty and apex even when i switch over now and play apex like i play controller um and so mouse and key was Harkov was my very first game to play mouse and key. And uh, I still struggle on the keys quite a bit, but we're getting better. So, so that did, you in play itself, controller,
0: did you play controller when you played Grand Theft Auto?
1: So, I, you're going to laugh. I swapped back and forth. When I was driving, <laughs> I played on controller. But when Stop. I was shooting, I played on mouse and keys. <laughs> Dude, can you control a car with the mouse and keys? It was chaotic. It was terrible. So. <laughs>
0: i will will admit driving a car with a mouse and keyboard does not feel as good as driving a car with a controller you have a little bit more like granular control when you're like slightly moving a joystick to like make slight corrections versus like i've never found mouse and keyboard driving particularly like appealing
1: oh yeah no i think honestly you you ask any mouse you give any mouse and key player the opportunity to drive a car in GTA with a controller like all day. I would say controller is so much easier. Or like
0: or like even like a a, a steering wheel like setup. You know what I, I think that would be kind of cool is like you push a button and like the steer steering wheel comes forward and then you can drive <laughs> and then you push a button and it like slides backwards. Yeah. That would be kinda cool.
1: Well, you know what? The best part about GTA that allowed me to do that is the fact that like it's it's like a simultaneous thing, like there's no menu pop-up for me to swap back and forth, so like I can literally touch my controller and start driving, um, as I'm like taking my key off of W, you know. So like it was smooth. It wasn't like I don't even know if anybody's gonna notice in the video me swapping back and forth.
0: Um, so did but that's, you? That's
1: ultimately how I ended up doing that. But
0: okay. So did so? Did you like set up like okay this time I'm gonna drive and practice like, you know pit maneuvers what i don't i don't even know cop talk like i'm not gonna <laughs> pretend like i know cop talk i don't know
1: a real cop term yeah, yeah. well
0: yeah I've, I've seen that on like csi okay so it's, <laughs> i'm sure it's very similar yeah. um but did you like did you practice like one day you're like practicing driving and then the next day you're like you know what i'm gonna rob this store and practice shooting <laughs> people now
1: honestly so that was so I guess preparation into the whole thing. Um, I got GTA uh, and I actually uh, got some of, I I think obviously, you know, Breezy, I got Breezy and and Danny and um, I think those were the only two that hopped in, but they were, they tried to get Breezy
0: on the podcast. He says, no, (laughs) he refuses. It's very upsetting.
1: (laughs) Well, I ended up getting them to just hop into GTA and play with me a little bit. And so like, that was ultimately like, I just worked on the online mode and, did some of the challenges and just drove around for a while and stuff like that. But GTA was very unfamiliar to me. I had to learn all of the controls and I had a very short time to do it. So I was, I was stressing come, come recording day. I was shaking in my boots. Cause I was like, <laughs> I am expected to protect Mr. Beast of all people in a game of GTA. And I've never played GTA before. Oh, so man.
0: It was okay. stressful, but did they let you customize your character in the game. Like before you guys started
1: no, they, they ended up giving us characters like you'll see at, and initially, <coughs> initially they were going to give me a girl cop, but I think because everything was just, there was so much that went into it. Um, I ended up being a guy cop, which is fine, but it's cool. Cause you, you'll see, like, we all have the, the uniform are all the cops. And then um, our car is a, is a cop car. So lights and sirens okay. and everything. It
0: was awesome. lights and sirens and everything. Did, did Mr. Beast ride with one of you guys or is he like in his own vehicle?
1: uh mostly he was in his own vehicle but you'll see it gets like i said it gets wild and uh (laughs) let's just say there was an opportunity that i got to drive him around and drive me on a controller i was like very 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 happy that i was driving on the controller
0: all of the speed limits and making sure she stopped at all the red lights.
1: no way dude they were chasing (laughs) us hardcore like there was no way
0: (laughs) well we're not gonna tell anybody how the, the the outcome of the video yeah no, spoilers, um, we, no spoilers. yeah, no spoilers you guys have to go check it out it's on mr Beast's channel um <laughs> and keep an eye out for for merms as she drives over. so you so so you got to talk to him then
1: oh yeah we all got to talk to him which was really cool and honestly it was an, like i said it was a very special experience it was an incredible experience and he was phenomenal he was super cool so i think uh we were talking about this before too i think the the other cool part about this whole thing is is that like there aren't that many police officers that stream and play video games, so like to right. find ten of them was probably a task for them. But the coolest thing out of all of this is that like I got I got the opportunity to meet other cops um, from across the U.S. and that have the same love and joy that comes from video games, right? Like yeah, we share from, this unique being connection. a content creator, also. Yeah, exactly. But the coolest thing is is that like we all ended up hopping into a voice channel one day and none of us skipped the beat. I swear like you could just we it's like we were talking to one of our other partners in real life like it was a very very smooth um introduction to one another and it was just a really cool experience um and to this day like we even have a we even have a discord channel where we all talk and share pictures and jokes and stuff like that and so it was a really unique experience and uh I'm very very fortunate for that experience because it brought me really cool
0: connections so so did you know any of the other streamers before you got into this like when you when you joined i assume they had their own discord like they set up a discord for the video or whatever right did you when you joined were you like oh i know this person because like you said it's not a very there's not that many cops and i know that you there's you're you have to know i know a couple
1: that were the yeah so i knew only one person in that group because uh there was another tarkov streamer that was in there and i knew him his name is two cops um we actually it's funny because like before twitchcon last year he had sent me a message about how he was going we were very excited like i was going to end up bringing a uh because one of the things that cops like to do is we like to share patches um to other agencies and things like that or challenge coins and stuff and so uh, we were going to bring patches and then swap patches, but I think something ended up happening and he didn't make it to TwitchCon last year. Um, but so like I knew him from before and he ended up uh, getting invited to be a part of this video as well. Um, but other than that, I didn't know any of the other streamers, um, the other players. And it's funny because most of them actually do play GTA. Um, I mean, it's if you think about it, like there is that niche, right? Like in GTA, there's cops and there's bad guys. And they so, play like, cops
0: in GTA.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of them that play that role play where they cops.
0: leave their day job and they're like, "You know what? I like being <laughs> yeah. a cop so much, I'm going to play it in a video game too." I could not, dude. I could not. <laughs>
1: like I mean, I could I could at some point, but like, man, I think for me, the biggest thing about video games and what I love so much about them is the fact that like when I get home from work, it's my escape, right? Like I can turn sure. off the cop talk, I can turn off the cop stuff and just escape because at the end of the day, I have a pretty tough job. I think everybody would recognize that. And it's stressful. And uh, there's a lot of stuff that we go through and we see, and we have to be a part of and deal with. And um, so for me, like video games is such a cool, a cool release, a cool escape. um, And just the people that I've met through, through video games, uh, it's just been incredible. And it's been a, a really good thing for me, I would say. Um, so I don't think that I could, I could turn off the the cop stuff the and, daytime, and come home and, cop and, come and home role play and as a nighttime cop. cop or <laughs> if okay, anything, so, I'd be a bad, I'd be, I'd be a bad guy in the, in the GTA game. That would be more fun to me. So
0: let's talk a little bit about this escape, right? What are some of the worlds or games that have been most impactful to you? as you've you've either grown up with games or as you've kind of come into your own as a content creator what are some of those what are some of those games that that just really hold a special place for you
1: um well i think I, I think i mentioned it a little bit before but like when i first started streaming uh i started streaming like call of duty and and playing that game um i think uh i guess how i really started into streaming was uh i never had a pc Growing Like, I never played PC games or anything like that. I had an Xbox, and um, COVID, COVID happened, right? And so, like, nobody could leave their houses. Everything was on quarantine. And uh, some Xbox app had come up for, I think it was Mixer at the time. Um, I think it was Mixer and Twitch was on there. But I saw somebody stream, and they were streaming Call of Duty. And I was like, well, I like playing the game. Like, I might as well just watch somebody play it. Maybe I could learn something from it. And so I ended up watching the stream and I was like, you know what? Like if I'm going to play video games, like that seems like a really cool idea and just stream them. And so I ended up seeing Twitch and all this stuff and, and got involved in that. But Call of Duty is where I really kind of just started streaming. I had a lot of fun playing Call of Duty. Um, and then as time was, went on, I, I discovered Escape from Tarkov. And Tarkov has been my main game, I'd say, for the last, I want to say like a little over a year now. Um, I've been playing for three wipes and I love it so much mostly because like it's probably the most realistic like first person shooter that kind of like relates to like IRL stuff for me like you can see uh, optics and weapons and stuff like that that I've seen in real life and uh, it it's just such a cool game to me the the idea of completing tasks and doing all this stuff and it it really keeps you wanting to play it and do more. Keeps you engaged, I'd, I'd say. But for me, like Tarkov's been a blast, and um, like I said before too, like just meeting everybody in the Tarkov community before TwitchCon and then post TwitchCon, like everybody's been so welcoming and and so cool.
0: It's it's been a really cool experience. Tarkov is definitely one of those highest of highs, lowest of lows games. It is true, yeah.
1: It's it can be um, a very brutal game,
0: but yeah, but it's also well, that's, very rewarding. That yeah. That's, yeah, that's true. That's true. When you, when you win that firefight against, you know, like the thick boy that was, you know, just running through dorms and you just snap a quick headshot on him. (laughs) There's no other feeling like that from his end. There's also no other feeling like that, where you're just so irritated because you brought in your best gear. You took down five other people and then one guy opened a door and just snapped your head off. Oh. (laughs) Yes, like I, you said, highest of
1: highs, lowest of lows. That's ab- yeah, absolutely yeah. true.
0: So you, you're more of like a you're you're the, you're a, a first-person shooter type. That's the that's For, kind of your your go-to.
1: That's my go-to. Yeah, I think that that's what keeps me the most engaged in video games. Um, I guess I haven't really dabbled in like uh like playthroughs, if that makes sense. Like I haven't done any anything any like story-based or anything. Yeah, I'm sure that that would keep me engaged too, but I really it's a do.
0: It's definitely a different type of like mindset and gameplay. I, I, I think to some degree, like there's an aspect of PVP right. that is unpredictable in terms of like, you don't know what another human being is going to do. Whereas in a lot of like story-based games, eventually you just learn what the computer is going to do and it does the same thing every time.
1: Right, yeah. Well, I think the other thing about Tarkov too that I really like is the fact that you get to really kind of dictate what you do in the game. If you want to PvP, you can go in and PvP. If you want to do tasks, you can go in and do tasks. But, I mean, obviously when you're doing tasks, there's the chance that you may have to PvP. But really, it's up to you what you want to do in the game. And I think that that's really cool.
0: I like that. It's interesting to hear you talk about tarkov because you're like you said you're you're three wipes in which by the way by the time this video airs um merms has kappa and she has already met the lighthouse keeper so if you stop by her channel you just you you don't even need to worry about that she's already done those tasks um but it's honestly
1: stoked for i i really really hope that i can get kappa this way it'll be my first you'll get
0: it easy easy (laughs) there's so much wipe left that you'll have Kappa and you'll be like, okay, I got Kappa. Now, what do I do? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. It's it's fine. It's easy. You got this. <laughs> but I, I think that it's interesting because there's definitely a lot of people. I mean, you've seen the drama on, on Twitter unfold of like just especially longtime Tarkov creators really just in a rut with the game or just upset with the way Battle State's going. But it is very refreshing to hear your take on the game because it mirrors my take so much. But I think part of that is, like, I don't... I don't... I'm not in that, like, realm of the drama as often. Like, I know that the cheaters in the game are... There's an, an extraordinary amount of cheaters. And I know that they cause a lot of headache. I am one of the lucky few that doesn't see them all that often. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, I think at the end of the day, like you really have to think about it and every game has its cheaters. Every game has its problems. Um, you're never going to have be cheaters able to
0: who fought other cheaters, like cheaters would queue up and then like other cheaters would try to go after the cheat. It was wild. It was the wild west in, in, in war zone for a while.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, it can get exhausting when you really just sit and and think about it. So I try and do my best to just avoid, I try and avoid the drama. I I try and stay out of it as much as I can because I don't, to be honest, I don't really have any place talking about any of it. I'm very, very new to the game still. And and I do, I have that. I think I just have that outlook on it as like, once I got rid of gear fear, it is what it is, whatever. Like, we're going to run into cheaters. It's not a big deal. I'll just end up putting a new kit together and moving on like trust me like even even streaming it and, like having first time chatters come in and and the first thing that they ask is like well what do you think of the state of tarkov or what do you think about cheaters like my response is the same like it is what it is they're they're in every game like you just have to you just have to let it go and i will say that there are people that are out there that are doing the things and talking about it and 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 it's making Things happen, which is good. I think we need those people, um, but I'm just not one of them. So I try and and just stay out of it as much as I can and just okay. stay positive about it.
0: Hear that chat? Merms like she's Switzerland. Okay, she's neutral, <laughs> not going to be a part of it. I'm but she's a badass leg. with a gun. Okay, <laughs> that's the thing. You might think the Swiss don't know how to fight, but let me tell you, the motherfuckers are strong. Um, <laughs> okay, what is? We we know that you avoid the drama. What is what is it that people chatters, sh- viewers? What can they expect from a Little Merms stream? Like, what is it Ooh. that when they join your, you know, they they click on the name, like, oh, she has red hair. Her name's Little Merms. She must be Ariel. Like, they got it all together, right? <laughs> but now they're ready for the experience. What is the experience that they're getting?
1: Well, that's a good question. Um. To be honest, yeah. I, just want to create, <laughs> I just want to create like a really chill environment for people to come and and just if they enjoy Tarkov or in the, if they enjoy video games that they can just relax and I'm no pro player. I'm not going to have any pro gameplay. Um, I have cool things happen now and again. I am getting better at the game. Um, but I think one of the things for me is, is that I try and be as engaged with chat as I possibly can and that's one of the things that I really love about Tarkov is that um it's not as fast paced as Call of Duty or Apex or something like that is and one of the things that I think I struggle in those games is like I focus so much on the game cuz I I'm just like everybody else I get competitive and I want to do well um and so it's hard for me to focus on the game and do well and look at chat and things like that but I think that the pace of Tarkov is perfect that I'm able to still PVP and win gunfights and things like that and still look over and have a decent ongoing conversation with chat what else are you gonna do
0: when you're packing a mag or healing for 30 (laughs) minutes right
1: (laughs) exactly exactly when i have to pack my drum mag of yeah it's just no but (laughs) but honestly like that's what i think i like the most about it is that it, it offers that ability to do that and really just creating a community and i've had some people in the stream that have been there for a very long time and um, I consider them all friends now, and it's it's just been a really unique thing uh, that I never knew that I was going to be a part of or get into. Um, but I'm very very grateful for it. So,
0: I think that one of the things that you touched on when you said that the pacing of Tarkov makes it a unique streaming experience. I think that's I think that is honestly one of the more interesting things that a, I, I think a lot of the community has really noticed is like when you play call of duty it's so fast right especially like warzone or the multiplayer it's so fast you don't have a lot of time in between a gunfight to sit there and and talk with chat right (laughs) but in tarkov you know where you're going you because at the end of the day the map Every map plays out basically the same. You have a starting zone, you have a starting spot, and you have a finish spot. You know where you have to go, and then you have a time limit to get there. And everything else just happens in between those two points. Right. And so like you're not constantly thinking where do I need to go next to position around some circle that's cl-? like you have time for your brain to to stop thinking about the game for a few seconds and talk with chat or, you know, maybe even talk about the game with chat. Like, did you see me snap that dude? He, I mopped him up. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think, honestly, I think Tarkov is so cool to watch too. I think it's a really cool and and unique game for like being a viewer to the experience. And um, even when I played call of duty, like I would watch Dr. Lupo and landmark and just watch the chads play this game and it just would get me so hyped and get me so excited about the game and um, it ultimately ended up making me want to play and uh, I'm very very grateful that I did like I don't know my life would be very different I think to this day had I not switched over to Tarkov and and been playing it yeah I mean as far as as far as my everyday day to day plus like the people that I've met so
0: yeah I think it is I think it is wild the amount of people who watch Tarkov but don't play it that is true too it is it is such a you like the game in and of itself like when you think about the concept of the game it doesn't necessarily feel all that unique but in practice and in play it kind of creates this weird unique symbiosis with streaming which i think you know they also are one of the one of the games that has like a crazy amount of like streamer items like it feels like a game that was built to be streamed
1: yeah and without being a
0: game built for streaming right
1: yeah and you think about it too and it's still in its beta right like they're still making improvements and changing things on a on a regular basis and adding items and
0: arena's coming
1: arena's coming i'm very excited i'm hoping that that will help me with my pvp um skills what do you mean
0: help you with your pvp okay (laughs) You have a tendency to shoot me, I get this that, but like <laughs> I think I've killed you one too many times. <laughs> That's okay. I tend to get in the way of like you know, bullets have travel time, but I stand in front of them for too long, I think is the problem. <laughs> like I just stand in front of them too long. Um so yeah, okay, you have been in content creation for what you said roughly two ish years two-ish, since the, yeah. s- since COVID. What is what is a moment in your content creating that really stands out to you as like a really like exciting or big moment for you?
1: I think that the biggest moment was um, I'd have to say like TwitchCon because before going to TwitchCon, like I I mean you think about the bigger streamers, the partnered streamers, and things like that. Like I end up in their chats and because uh, I watch a lot of Tarkov and um, i try to be present but you know like it's impossible to, it's impossible to be everywhere um but through sometimes creating, you just want to
0: lurk right sometimes you want to watch it but right. you don't you know you're trying to do the dishes or you clean or cook dinner or whatever and you just you can't just be typing away so you're lurking
1: yeah exactly and so like while i while i watch a lot of those people um through i think creating videos and stuff like that and streaming um It was very, very cool and kind of, like, surprising how many people actually knew who I was when I went to TwitchCon. Um, That was something that I couldn't even imagine happening, but,
0: like... I felt like I was walking around with a star. Like, uh, (laughs) you know, everybody knew who you were. They were coming up and talking to you. I was like, look, I'm just hanging out with movie stars. This is amazing.
1: That is not true, Panda, but thank you. (laughs) But, no, honestly, like... When the very, very first night that we were at TwitchCon, getting invited to the bar um, that ever, that all of the Tarkov streamers were at and going there and introducing myself and them, them knowing who I was, or even, I think it was even Amy. She was so cool. She was super sweet. She even came up to me and asked me, like, are you, you're Merms, right? And and that was amazing and incredible. And uh, just something that was really, really special to me was the just the fact that people knew who I was. So for me, that's probably been the biggest
0: moment. It definitely feels like the barrier between the big name streamers and and the mid streamers and the small streamers, it doesn't feel as daunting as some other games are. I definitely yeah, feel great. like the, the barrier between like the top Valorant streamers and the bottom Valorant streamers is a huge barrier of like ability to communicate.
1: I just think it was so incredible of them to just like like they it, it was real I guess what I'm trying to say is, is I recognized that they're just people just like we are, just like I expected them to be, but like they were just so nice and and it was really a cool experience um, for me.
0: Okay. What is uh what is a moment where you're like in in content creating specifically because everybody has other moments like this, but what is a moment in content creating where you're like, "Damn, if I could go back and give myself advice, I would miss this pitfall."
1: uh, wait. What do you mean by pitfall? Pitfall.
0: Like, like something that caused you to like stumble, or something that was like, "Man, I I wish I would have. I wish somebody would have told me that this was going to be a problem early on." I
1: don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Okay. Um, that's fair. I mean, streaming. Streaming can be a like its own mental hurdle, right? Like, it's not streaming is not the easiest thing to do sometimes because I think we can all get a little bit self conscious. We can all um, start second guessing things that we're doing. But I think at the end of the day, just just re- really remembering why we're doing it, um, the reason behind why we first started. Like for me, I, I think part. So I think I have a very different experience than a lot of other people. Um, Like I said, outside of this, I have a full-time job. And so like for me, this is an outlet. This is something that I do as a hobby and a way of just getting to meet other people. Um, So so maybe my perspective is a little bit different, but just really remembering that at the end of the day and just trying to be myself um, is I think the most important part. And it helps keep keep me on the right track
0: fair I think that's fair is there anything that you look to as a goal to accomplish in content creation besides like the the like I want to keep growing as a are there, are there any like specific things or like, this is something that I really want to get accomplished
1: I mean, ultimately, I think the biggest thing that I, I continue to work for is is just, like, I like having the ability to make people laugh. Um, and so, like, when people enjoy my content or enjoy my videos that I put out, like, that's special to me. And I think as long as I continue to do that, um, I think the biggest goal in streaming for me personally is is I would love to get partnered up at, at some point one day and just build a viewer base that is uh, a little bit
0: um you want to make more people laugh
1: yeah just i guess ha- have more people that are seeing the content that are enjoying it if that makes any sort of sense
0: yeah no it definitely does i think that i think that sometimes people misconstrue when when you start talking about like i really want to grow i want you know bigger numbers i want more viewers and they start thinking that you're that, I think sometimes that gives off the wrong impression. And I think sometimes people like, look, I just want to be able to reach more people so I can make more people laugh. I want more people to smile and have a good day.
1: Exactly. I think that that's the biggest thing. And I think that that's why uh, people get frustrated with like the algorithms and things like that. And they get wrapped up in it um, is, is mostly because like you want your content to get out there because I think The more that it gets pushed, the more people that are going to see it, the more people that are going to like it, and the more people that are going to come by and and, um, be interactive in your chat and things like that. And I think it's it's definitely, I think, a real thing that happens, but all it takes is one video. All it takes is one break for other people to see it, and uh, I think that that's such a cool part of the content creation, too.
0: What was, um, do you remember your first video that you were like, wow, look at how good that one did?
1: Uh, honestly, the first one that did very, very well was very surprising to me. It was, a, it was a Call of Duty one, and it was one that I spent maybe like five minutes on versus the ones that I've spent like hours on, right? Because, you know, it could take a long time to edit a video, but
0: and you never know which one's going to actually You never
1: know which one's going to take off and this one was literally of a new gun that was in call of duty it was this paintball gun uh that you would shoot it It was an mp5 you'd shoot it and it would shoot out paintballs and they would like explode and stuff and it was such a cool thing like it made a cool noise and everything and uh i made a quick video on that like just shooting it against the wall and showing my friend and my friend picking it up and trying it and that video hit like 800 and something thousand views and i was like wow What? (laughs) That of all. I gotta do more low effort videos. (laughs) Yeah, it was just it was wild. And so you never know what's gonna do well and what isn't. And so I just I just try and find funny moments from my stream. I think the I think that my favorite videos that I do um are the interaction videos. I think that those are so incredible. And it's just the the biggest addition to Tarkov, I think, was VoIP and just all allowing you to communicate with players in game. I mean, while it has its toxic side can also be very rewarding and very cool. Yeah. And my favorite videos that I made have been interaction videos and while they take a long time to edit and, and some of them may not do well just because of like, like I said, the algorithm, um, those have been, those have been a lot of fun to create.
0: So do you have like a hands down, this is my favorite video. Um,
1: And no I don't I don't my favorite
0: videos when I disconnect in front of you but that's that actually is a very good one that is a very good one and
1: you are biased that is a very good one um but no I mean I every different every video is different and uh I think that's the coolest part is you get to create whatever you want to create you know
0: um yeah yeah. you have any speaking of create what you want to create do you have any advice for any like aspiring content creators
1: like I said, the biggest thing is, is just to do, do what you want to do. Be yourself because at the end of the day, like you can't fake it forever. You know, like ultimately you just want to be yourself. And if people, uh, enjoy being in the stream, like they'll be there. Um, and yeah, just stick with it. It's not going to be easy. I mean, I could tell you it's been two years and it, it has not been easy, but like I said, I just, I do it for fun and I do it as an outlet and, um, Wherever the channel takes me, we go there. But uh, just stick with it and have fun with it.
0: Okay. Um, so to- as we kind of wrap up here, um, do you have any, like, any upcoming events? Any subathons or charity events or outside of the Mr. Beast video? Which again, guys, <laughs> check out the Mr. Beast video. Ten cops versus hundred assassins. Find little Merms. She's gonna be dri- she's gonna be driving like a maniac, bat out <laughs> of hell, taking Mr. Beast wherever he needs to go. Pick up ice cream, probably. Or driving code three them- lights
1: and sirens.
0: Yeah, maybe one of the. I have no idea what that means, but <laughs> maybe he's going to get one of his chocolate bars. You know, I've I have seen those chocolate bars. <laughs> I haven't tried one yet, but I've been thinking about it. <sighs> But no other, no other events coming up.
1: Uh, no, I don't have anything planned. I honestly, I think, like I said, we just hit two years of streaming, so I think we need to do something to celebrate the two years of streaming. But uh, nothing planned as of yet.
0: How about um, any, any Little Merms merchandise?
1: <laughs> I need to, dude. You you know I wear a beanie all the time. I freaking I know, love my I, know, I freaking love, my beanie, okay? I love my beanie. Okay, I love my beanie. We've talked
0: about the beanie coming as a Little Merms, just a little LM. <laughs> I'm you know what's really you. funny? There's
1: a girl in my squad. Um, she so she does a lot of arts and craft stuff, and she's got like a laser etching machine. Everything she's got, everything she makes t-shirts and all sorts of stuff. And so I think I might. Um, she was just messing around with my logo the other day because she asked me about it, and uh, she made me like a little patch, like a, the same like little leather patch that's on my beanie that I wear regularly. And then yeah. she made me like a little dog tag with the with the logo. Um, engraved on there and so we might put something together we may we may put something together and and put it out
0: here first (laughs) chat little merms merch coming end of 2023 buy it for your holiday season (laughs) i'm putting deadlines on people so they have to do things
1: i know dude now now all (laughs) the pressure is there to do it by the end of this year
0: that's right (laughs) oh man well merms i appreciate you joining me today i am so i i told you this when you first said Hey, we gotta push this back because I don't know <laughs> when I'm gonna be doing this this Mr. Beast video, and I don't they could call at a moment's notice. I have no idea what's gonna happen. And I told you then I'm so excited for you. I think that's <laughs> that is such a unique opportunity that most people will never get an opportunity like that. They'll never like they, it's 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 like winning the lottery. There's so many content creators <laughs> out there, right? And you got picked. And it that's was literally
1: awesome. a once in a lifetime opportunity. And I, I, like I said, from the, from the get go, I'm very, very fortunate that um, I was picked and, and that they wanted me to be a part of that. So I've, uh, I it was I mean, a special experience.
0: Now that you've been picked once you could come back again. I know that they've <laughs> done, like they've brought content creators back when they do like live events where it's like, they try they, they did like a hide and seek one where everybody hid inside this like big warehouse and, Mr. Beast had to walk around. By the way, did you guys have to call him Mr. Beast? Did you guys call him Jimmy?
1: No, I called him Jimmy. <laughs> I called him Jimmy.
0: Should have taken the opportunity to call him Jimbo.
1: <laughs> Jimbo! Oh my gosh! I don't know how he would have responded. He probably would have <laughs> come back like, with some something snappy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm excited for you to see it. It was a, it was a blast, and like I, I said, it's wait. pure chaos. I, so
0: I can't wait. Like I said, guys, this was filmed before the video's released, so neither one of us have seen it yet. But um, I'm super excited. I can't wait to see it, and uh, yeah. So be yeah. sure to check that out. And then you can find Lil Merms on Twitch. Um, what is it? Is it just Lil Merms? Yep. Twitch.tv
1: slash Lil Merms Lil with Merms. one z l i l m e r m z.
0: Twitter, it's two z's, right?
1: Yeah, there was an issue with somebody already had like an Instagram account with Lil Merms and. Fuck I had them. to put two. I had to put two Z's, but one we day like we'll that. get it. One day we'll. We get don't get it, like that person.
0: Okay, <laughs> chat. Remember, we don't like on Twitter specifically. <laughs> we don't like one Z lil merms. We only like <laughs> two Z lil merms on Twitch. We like one Z lil merms. I know it's confusing, but you guys will figure it out. So yeah, <laughs> find lil merms, and then what's your schedule look like? Like, what's your stream schedule?
1: So I usually stream in the mornings of Tuesday through Friday, um, and then Monday is kind of like a. Uh, I used to stream mostly mornings, but I think we're gonna I think we're gonna incorporate evening streams on
0: Mondays from now on. Oh my we'll God. Do so I can stream with you on Mondays? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah, you heard it here first. Oh my god, this is <laughs> bullshit. You didn't even tell me ahead of time. <laughs> okay. Well, I appreciate Marms. I, I really appreciate you coming out here and, and hanging out with me and chatting. I cannot wait to see you. A pleasure as always, Panda. I know, same, and same i'm excited it's to hang out such a good time and <laughs> guys thank you again for tuning in um we will uh like i said this will air i don't know when you guys are seeing this i don't know when the video has been posted so i don't know when you're seeing this but
1: hopefully soon hopefully soon Yeah.
0: hopefully soon but it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah
1: because... thank you for being patient with me by the way on
0: that oh yeah it's easy it's easy <laughs> it's easy to be patient with the people you like right like you're you're an amazing content creator and you've become a very good friend over the past year
1: thank you Pam. that the i've same known to you. you
0: and and it's easy to be patient with you plus like my whole reason for doing this podcast was a i like to talk in case people didn't notice that we all B, know like, that i <laughs> shut up um, I like to hear people's stories and then I like to share I like to share like cool people that I meet so the idea for the podcast was to get cool people like merms on the podcast and and really showcase them and and hopefully like everybody in the past who's who watched for you know whatever other content creator now they see you and then in the future like you, you get to meet so many cool people right so the idea is true, to yeah. just really help you as I grow, get exposure out there for other people, and you're gonna have to deal with that because I cannot pay you. so
1: <laughs> no, honestly, thank you for asking me to be a part of this podcast. I've never been involved in a podcast before, and
0: um, I'm definitely going to have you back i I want to get the whole <laughs> morning crew on for a for a podcast, but that requires pretty require breezy crazy. not being a little shit, so. <laughs> uh but yeah that's it for me guys um and that is it for us so i will talk to you guys next time chat remember as always be good to yourself be kind to those around you and have a fantastic beautiful wonderful rest of your day whatever time it may be that you're listening to this because it's all recorded and it's not live so we'll see you later peace out